Hey, welcome to uh, Bubble Baths with Matthew and Zach. Uh, I'm Matthew. I'm Zach. And, uh, and this week we are continuing our theme of the Enneagram. Um, this week, chronologically, we are on type two and, uh, and our guest is Jessica Volstad, my girlfriend, the Russian helper. <laughs> Thanks for having me. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. So, uh, oh. Okay. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I had to get more <laughs> comfortable. Kind of crazy. Uh, welcome to the tub. It's good Thanks. to have you. It is a little cramped in here because it is a bathtub. <laughs> yes. Um, we are fully clothed. <laughs> yes. It is appropriate. I do have a sweater on. Mm-hmm. Um, so... I'm going to read this little blurb about uh, type twos that comes from the Enneagram Institute.com. Uh, this is not my own words, and I certainly did not uh, um, put this, this together. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm always looking for words, and then I lose words, and then I'm just ha ha ha, looking yeah. for the basic, uh, the most basic yeah. words, and I do a lot of hemming and hawing, um, <laughs> but it's fun, I think. Uh, so I'm going to read this because it's a little bit more objective, and then we're going to hear what being a two means to personally. you personally. Okay. Yeah. So uh, the type two is nicknamed the helper uh, because people of this type are either the most genuinely helpful to other people or when they're less healthy, they are the most highly invested in seeing themselves as helpful. Being generous and going out of their way for others makes twos feel that theirs is the richest, most meaningful way to live. The love and concern they feel, and the genuine good they do, warms their hearts and makes them feel worthwhile. Twos are most interested in what they feel to be really, really good things in life. Uh, The really, really good things in life. Love, closeness, sharing, family, and friendship. and so, I guess there's a lot of romanticization. R- romanticization. Wow. <laughs> My peach impediment's kicking in today. I um, like it, though. So, with that blurb out of the way, mm-hmm. what does uh, what does being a two mean to you? Um, well, pretty much everything that it said was true. Um, I think I've been a two for, like, most of my life, and... I realize in like every situation, I'm always trying to be the helper in things, pretty much like the name of it. And so it's more of like, if someone is going through something, then I'm always like the one that's there, if that makes any sense. And then also, I feel needed. Um, like I feel like most loved if I feel needed. So mm-hmm. if somebody like reaches out to me and asks me for something or wants to do something with me, which also kind of plays into like acts of or um, like love languages and stuff, then I feel most needed when they reach out to me, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Also, I love so. this sweater, by the Thank way. Thank you. It's a hand-me-down. I noticed it, but I just noticed it. Thank you. Let's explain it to everyone that can't see. Uh, it's got like sort of a it's southwestern kind of pattern on it, but it's also got uh, some like gold glitter. Like Aztec a little mm-hmm. bit. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Anyway, it's uh, maroonish. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, good. It's a maroonish, scarletish, <laughs> uh, white, white pattern and some glitter. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway. It's very out there. <laughs> I, I know you're still having a hard time picturing it, and I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah, so what is everyday life, like like the day-to-day, what does that look like for you as um, a two, I suppose, as the helper? You know, could, could you give us a glimpse? Yeah, um, I would say most days I am constantly the one that, like, initiating with people because... Um, I think sometimes I am an unhealthy too, so I kind of like 
reach out in order to feel like people like mm-hmm. want me or like me or feel needed. So I would say day to day, I kind of like to initiate and start conversations with people. I'm not saying that it doesn't happen like reciprocated, but most of the times I like to be the one that goes up just so that they know that I'm there and then also to feel like that fullness a little bit right. that I went out. Yeah. So, yeah, so, I would say today that Whether happens. you're healthy or unhealthy, that's still something that you do. Mm-hmm. Um, but sometimes it's perhaps to meet a need. Um, and that's something I think I can empathize with. As a four, um, I become, when I'm more unhealthy, I start to look more like a two because that's the way that I disintegrate. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I definitely start reaching out to people so that I can feel needed or feel valuable. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas, like, when I'm healthy, I'm reaching out to be expressive. And I yeah. want to have conversations because I want to be fun. I want people to see how unique and beautiful I am or yeah. whatever. Well, when I took the test, too, it said that if I wasn't a two, I was also a really high four. So I don't mm. know if that has to do with if I'm, like, an unhealthy four. So I'm really or just, a healthy like, two. Or yeah. a healthy two. But that it doesn't really work. Forth. Yeah. Do you think so. that uh, maybe um, sort of bring this to the Myers-Briggs? You know how there's either feeling or... Thinking. Thinking, yeah. yeah. Do you think that uh, being, like... Because I know both of you are very high on the feeling scale. Mm-hmm. For that test, do you think being so high in the feeling scale is closely related to twos and fours? Probably, mm-hmm. yeah. Absolutely, yeah. It ties together, I think, because um, I think there's a, a big concern for what other people feel towards you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So whether I'm in my two or I'm in my four, I, I care very much for. Also, that's a, I think a big part of being a four is. Um, processing my feelings mm-hmm. through feeling and whether mm-hmm. that's wallowing when I'm not doing so mm-hmm. well or that's indulging when I'm doing well and that's just giving into the feelings it's a big feeling thing yeah two and four are so. definitely based on I think like emotion can you talk so. about your feelings all of them right now <laughs> uh, maybe not the ones right now but just I mean if you want to absolutely go for it, I'm here for it. Um, but more of your your feelings in life or every day also side note I met this kid the other day and he mm-hmm. said what's your favorite color? But <laughs> it was a superficial question, but it fell so much deeper than that. And I said, why does it feel so much deeper than that if he's just asking <laughs> my favorite colors? I said, what's your Enneagram? He said, four wing five. I said, oh, I hate the Enneagram. <laughs> anyway, I'm sorry. I'm All my feelings. Okay. Um, right now, I think because it's midterm week, I am definitely tense. Um, and I get stressed super easily too because I'm also wing one so I'm like super perfectionistic so I want to do everything right so I feel like I like your shirt too thank you do you want to describe it? Uh, Austin, Texas it's got uh, little pictures on the letters and I found it at Goodwill (laughs) Austin, Texas? yeah no, one of the kids in the cafe asked me the other day he said, you're from Texas? I said, no (laughs) (laughs) Just a t-shirt. <laughs> Big football fan, huh? You said you got it at Goodwill? Uh-huh. The one in Seneca or Did Coastal? I get it at Goodwill? I think I got it at Goodwill. Yes, I think I got it at Goodwill the way the, the, the day that I went with Brandon Parrish early mm-hmm. on this semester. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Feelings. My feelings, yeah. I'm super tense because, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm pretty much done with my midterms, but um, I know that I already, like, pretty much failed one of them. So... I think I'm just kind of stressed because a lot of my feelings come off of, like, how I'm doing with, like, grades and stuff like that. Yeah. So if I'm not doing well with that, then I don't feel like I'm doing well with yeah, myself. It's tough to be a full-time student sometimes. hmm Especially here because it feels like summer camp sometimes, and it's like, wait, I have a GPA. Yeah. <laughs> um, That's pretty much it. How do you feel about the Enneagram type as a whole? Like, do you like it? Do you dislike it? I do because, like... 
Well, I'm also really into psychology. So anything that has to do with like personality or this isn't really personality, but it comes with like your core beliefs and like desires and fears that it kind of does go along with psychology and mm -hmm. it definitely does actually. And so, yeah, I think it's super interesting and I think it helps understand people. And that's why like I like to ask people their Enneagram because then I feel like I understand like inside of them mm -hmm. if that makes sense because then you can so, love yeah. them better yeah yeah and you understand or, like why they feel the way they do yeah. so or alternatively if you're not doing so well then you know how to get to them so they can mm -hmm. value you yeah i like how it kind of like shows like weaknesses and strengths but also like relationships between mm -hmm. the types yeah mm -hmm. um and like friendships too not just like that kind of relationship mm -hmm. but like how to like deal with them in yeah. like friendships so i think yeah i think it's a great personality test the only thing I get scared of um, with the Enneagram as, like, the big phenomenon as it is right now is, like, people take the test and they see, oh, I'm this number. And then with everyone always posting about it and then describing them, mm -hmm. they'll see their number and they'll see these traits to that. Mm -hmm. And they'll say, oh, that's how I need to be acting. Mm -hmm. And so they'll adjust their personality to what they think their number should be mm -hmm. acting like so like in a box a little bit like they yeah, feel like, like they're put in a box like that's such yeah it's like a such a simple phrase like yeah. boxing me in but it's like i don't think they should have to look at that and be like oh this is what i am so this is how i need to be acting if i want to be considered healthy how do fours feel about the enneagram well i can't speak for all fours mm -hmm. um but you will but i will speak to what zach just said and then i'll answer your question uh, i think a little bit more accurately um and that is that I agree, but also something that I see um, on top of that is that it's not so much that I want to conform to this uh, particular number, but I do sometimes use it as a scapegoat, I think. Mm -hmm. If I'm unhealthy, it's, well, I'm just a four. It's the way that I am. I, it can't be changed. It can't be helped. And so it's a sort of excuse. Um, so if I tend to wallow in my feelings, it's like, a, <laughs> woe is me. And it, and it is the way that I process things. Mm -hmm. But the excuse cannot be, oh, it's because I'm a four. Mm -hmm. No, it's because it's the way that I've developed. And it is the way that I process things. Um, and it is fun, though, because I, I do process things. And I, I, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not, why am I talking about me? No, keep going. Oh, my God. No, hang on. <laughs> so the Enneagram. Uh I don't know, it's a valuable tool, but again, yeah. like we do with any valuable tool, uh, have to be careful, especially with personality types um, and, and being too reductionistic with it, right? Like Zach said, like we don't want to put, put ourselves in boxes um, yeah. or anybody else. But like you said, like it does help us understand other So people. you agree with it too? Mm -hmm, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. um, but it is something that bothers me so much because like I'm always talking about how other people bring it up so often or like just people in general, but also like I bring it up all the time in every mm -hmm. conversation. Um, so I don't well, know. It's definitely also the hype right now. People are always talking about it. Yeah, but it's been like the hype for a year at least and like it yeah, hasn't Yeah, it's died been down. like since last semester pretty much. Everyone's been talking about it. Yeah. I'm hoping it goes away soon. Mm -hmm. Or at least like, or like fades. not, yeah, it fades a little bit so or that we can be comfortable yeah, with it. Yeah, the only thing And it doesn't about. feel like a cult. <laughs> um, so Jessica Volstead. The Russian helper. Are you happy being who you are, being a two? Um, and would you rather be a different Enneagram, um, or or would you rather see your strengths in another area? Mm -hmm. Or could you speak a little bit to that? Yeah, um, I think I've like I've thought about this before, and everyone kind of like hypes up sevens a lot, and sevens are so like super cool, but like. At the same time, like, I think it's, like, because of how 
positively they're talked about because they're spontaneous and fun and everyone wants to be like that, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. That like, I think if I wanted to be any Enneagram besides a two, I would want to be a seven because Mm -hmm. I feel like they're just like naturally drawn to a little bit. Mm -hmm. And that's like my desire as being a two is being drawn to. So I think I'd want to be a seven. Um, out of all of them. Conversely, so. that's definitely the Enneagram I would not want to be more like if I was any other Enneagram. I think because they do look fun and they do look like this and that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't think that sevens as a rule of thumb are fake, um, but I do think that they're a little bit harder to read mm-hmm. um, that's at true. times. Yeah. And like, what are they really feeling? I don't know. And it's definitely harder to get them to open up than it would be to be like a two or a mm-hmm. nine or a six or literally anybody else um, or at least a little bit more honest right off the bat. Mm-hmm. So, but, but, good, but but I get what you're saying. Yeah, but being a two, I say, one. like, I would say is, like, probably, like, I would choose a two or a seven because two, I feel like, are, like, not the most healthy, but they feel, like, a lot, and they feel, like, they feel like they have, like, a lot of love, I guess, for people, which mm-hmm. is, like, also being, like, a believer, is like, I don't know how to explain it, but right. like being a believer is like we're told to do that. So being a two kind of fits perfectly into right. that a little bit, I guess. I agree. So. I, I think that's oftentimes also why like sometimes if people are a little bit more all over the place and they're a believer and they take the test, it seems to be that the test usually defaults to a two or a nine. Right. Um, which is interesting. Mm-hmm. But, but yeah, mm-hmm. being a two, like... I don't really know how to explain it because that's just, like, who I am. And, mm-hmm. like, I couldn't even, like, picture myself being anything else besides right. a two. Yeah. Like, being an eight. Are any of your family members twos? Um, I don't think so. I'm pretty sure my mom's a three because she's, like, super into, like, like knowledge. Hard. Yeah, working yeah. hard. And she's, like, getting her doctor right now. Mm. My dad's definitely a five wing six. I, like, haven't talked to him at all about it, but I already know. Like, I pinned it down. Mm-hmm. He's a five-wing six. And then my oldest brother is probably an eight. And then my other brother is probably a six-wing seven. Mm-hmm. So how do you um, think I thought fun. about it. So Your family dynamic has, do you think you were always a two, or do you think your family dynamic has sort of built you into this personality? Um, I definitely think I've always been a two, but I think growing up overseas and working in missions has developed me more into a two because of seeing, like, the need over there. Mm-hmm. So I would say that's definitely who I am, but according to, like, the experience I've had, it has, like, influenced it even more, I guess, and acted on it even more. So I became, like, a super strong two mm-hmm. because of it, hmm. if that makes any sense. Yeah. So... That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, so, what, for you as a two, are the easier types to get along with? You can pick one or two or just, I don't know, mm-hmm. whatever you feel is necessary. And what are the, the more difficult types to get along with and connect with? Yeah, well, I would definitely say eights because I don't really understand how blunt they are mm-hmm. because I like to sugarcoat things because I don't want people to be mad at me or be upset themselves. So... Definitely eights are hard to get along with. My oldest brother, I'm pretty sure, is an eight, like I said. And growing up, he was definitely somebody that, like, I butt heads with a lot. And, like, we love each other to death. But, like, we always fought because he was, like, always just so, like, forward and straightforward, like, with things. And I always try to, like, understand what he meant by that and, like, took offense to everything he said. So eights are definitely the hardest for me. And then probably the easiest would be a nine because they're peacemakers, 
Um, You're welcome. <laughs> and so I feel like because they also have the same kind of mindset a little bit about just keeping peace and like keeping people happy, we have like similar like goals, I guess. Right. So I go along with a nine, I think. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. So, but definitely eights are hard for me. Yeah. Huh. I mean, they're cool, but I just can't mm. deal. <laughs> That's what uh, I think a lot of people say. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. Do you think, um, not to get too abstract with this, but do you think our personality boils down to our upbringing in our early childhood, or do you think it's the spiritual aspect? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say it definitely correlates with both. Um I think definitely God made us with, like, a certain personality. Like, he knew what we were going to be like. Mm-hmm. But over time, things that have, like, happened to us and, like, our childhood and, like, mm-hmm. traumas and things like that have definitely formed it mm-hmm. yeah. into right. who we are. Yeah. In part, yeah. you are developed by your circumstances into who you want to be. And some of those are spiritual circumstances. Mm-hmm. And then also, in part, you do make choices along the way where you're like, I'm going to be this way. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be this way. I'm going to do this. I'm going to respond to this in this way now mm-hmm. because I want to, and this is who I want to be. Um, or maybe that's just a fourth thing, but I assume it's just a human thing across the board. Like you do mm-hmm. in large part decide who you want to be. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I would definitely say though that it comes from like a spiritual aspect mm-hmm. of how we were designed. And then just over time things happen. Mm-hmm. So do you partake in the faith. I do partake very strongly. Right. Do you partake just as strongly in communion? Um, we're about to take some right now. Let's do it. In the tub. <laughs> it's actually grape juice in here. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know what to say after that. Uh, my goodness. Do you... Uh, oh, I already asked that. <laughs> do Enneagrams... Um, do you... Uh, find yourself um i know you say you butt heads a lot with a mm-hmm. enneagrams um and you said you somewhat aspire to be maybe that's not the right word to use but like sevens mm-hmm. um do you see yourself hanging out with sevens or like what does your friend group really look like with enneagrams um, I'm trying to think right now. I think I have, like, a wide variety um, because I kind of like to float around. That's just, like, my personality, though, not really Enneagram. Mm-hmm. But um, I definitely like to float around. So I think I have a good bit of every Enneagram. Mm-hmm. But I am dating a nine, and then I am friends with... Matthew, you're a nine? That's correct. <laughs> no. um, that was my a math typo, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, just for the listeners, I meant to correct myself, but I forgot. <laughs> uh, actually, Jessica Volstad, I'm sorry to break this to you at 19 minutes in, um, <laughs> is not my girlfriend. Uh, uh, she's Zach's girlfriend. Mm-hmm. That's all. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we forgot. Sorry. <laughs> um, Sometimes I forget. I'm just too uh, mellow to say anything. Yeah, I'm such a nine. But <laughs> Sometimes I just like to lie. <laughs> <laughs> I would mm. say I have a lot of... Probably six friends, honestly. Now I'm thinking about it. I have six and seven. Like, oh, yeah, I, like I have six, six friends. friends. Like in total. Total. Yeah, that's like something I'd say. Like, I do I've float around six a lot. Real friends. <laughs> um, no, I'd definitely say more like six, six wing, or six and sevens. 
mostly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, because like what you said, I aspired, I aspired to be more like that. So I try to hang out with more people who I want to be like. Mm-hmm. And then also sixes are very loyal, and I like people like that. Uh-huh. So I stick with them more mm-hmm. than I do with That's like something nines or eights. Or I noticed too was like if I had to be if I had to choose my Enneagram type, I would choose a three. Um, and I guess that's what a healthy nine looks like. Um, but like after I found out from Matthew, like I looked at a lot of my best friends from the past and like people I looked up to and they all were threes. Mm -hmm. And I found that very interesting. Like sort of the people I want to be like is also the Enneagram type I aspired to be. And like Mm -hmm. who you hang out with a lot. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That makes sense. Um, yeah, and like also like people that I hang out with like well I don't want to hang out with people who are just like me and so that's probably why I don't like hang around like nines too much or like twos and so I try to hang out with people that like you said like I just like really want to be like instead of like who are mm-hmm. just like me right, yeah. or the very like polar opposite of me too and I think that's how so. the best friendships begin is when somebody interests you and you being so interested in them because I think in part because you want to be like them and then partly just because there is a genuine interest there mm-hmm. um, develops I think a sort of uh, mutual interest with that mm-hmm. just so fun um, isn't it weird how I'd say nines and eights are kind of polar opposites with eights don't really care about keeping peace and nines do but they can be each other's wings. I was just thinking Isn't that, that too. Isn't that kind of bipolar? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I don't know what that's supposed to look like. But uh, you're a wing one, right? Yeah. Nine wing one? Okay. That is kind of weird. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know any nine wing eights. No, or eight wing either. nines. Yeah. Maybe Donovan's in a wing nine because I, I don't know that he's a wing seven. I don't know. I'll ask him. <laughs> 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 the only eight we know. <laughs> Uh, Yuri is an eight, I think. You think she's a wing seven or wing nine? Definitely a seven. Hmm. I don't know any other eights, actually. She's yeah. an MK. That's where the wing seven comes from. Mm-hmm. Well, she got super dizzy. You think the wings is a very spiritual aspect of the Enneagram? That's <laughs> <laughs> just a joke. It no, was dumb. You got it. I liked it. I loved it. I like jokes better when like, like I'm like, yeah, that's kind of funny, but like I wouldn't laugh at it. But then somebody goes back and it's like, ah, it's just a dumb joke. No, I really no. liked it. <laughs> like Levi uh, Cornelius made a joke the other night, and I don't remember what it was about, but he said, ah, it's just a stupid joke. I said, no, that was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you like the self pity part too. Mm, I like the self-awareness and honesty. Oh, okay. Mm. My goodness. Um, yeah, so Enneagrams, should they be uh, outlawed? Outlawed <laughs> at Tacoa Falls for being talked to about too much. They need to fade a little bit, I think. Yeah. They're my fun fear, to talk about, but only for a certain amount of time. Your four is coming out. <laughs> <laughs> my fear, and I don't know how likely this really is, it's not a real fear, but it is something that's crossed my mind. Just Everyone's going to become idea. a four. No, that is a fear, though. <laughs> People are already trying to become fours who definitely aren't fours. I'm mm. gatekeeping it. Um, I decide, and along with other fours, who's a real four and who's not. Matthew <laughs> um, the gatekeeper. Mm-hmm. Oh, because we talk so much about it that people are going to start getting their Enneagrams tattooed on them, and then it's just, oh, this is the mark of the beast. I don't know how how realistic that is, but it is something that crossed my mind. I said, this is an odd obsession that people have. Well, you know, Mm -hmm. like, it's going to come to a point where you need the mark of the beast to shop and all that. 
So you think you're going to have to show... I mean, people ask so much, like, Walmart. what's your Enneagram that you'd rather just it's, show it's, them. Yeah, it's either the Enneagram... You think Walmart's going to say, if you want to buy that bread, you got to tell me what type you are right now? It's either that Enneagram or with a barcode or uh, or that Apple credit card that's going to be shoved into our hands at some point. <laughs> <laughs> right now, my metal card's good. It's okay. It's safe. Mm-hmm. Until they shove it in your arm. It makes a cool sound right now. I wish I had it on me. Gosh, someone's coughing outside. So wait, when did you find out that you were a four? Did you actually take the test, or did you just tell no, yourself you were a four? He just assumed. Yeah. <laughs> I took the test. That's a four that, thing. So. I definitely yeah. told myself I was four. Like, I read through them, and then somebody said, I think you're a four. And then I read it, and I resonated with it very strongly. Yeah. But then I took the test as I would take the test anyhow, or as I, was, as I would take Myers-Briggs. And then it just kind of, I don't know, it just makes sense. Um, what should we talk about right now? I don't think anyone's at this point. Well, we haven't really talked about, like... (laughs) Kat Kat Terrell talked about, she said, hey, I started your podcast. I listened to five minutes and I turned it off. I I think Brett listened (laughs) to the whole thing. Brett's our one viewer. It's because he's excited about being on episode six. six. He's too loyal. (laughs) He said he's excited. He said he didn't want to tell me. He said, but I'm excited you're staying uh, an extra year. I said, hmm. He's like, I didn't know, like, if it was, like, something I had to be, like, careful about. I said, no, 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 I'm kind of excited, too. So I'm glad we get to go on our intern mm-hmm. retreat together, I guess. What if mm-hmm. none of us leave? We all just stay here forever. Mm-hmm. Just keep doing this. Hashtag endless summer. <laughs> just have kids in forever. forest. <laughs> kids in forest. <laughs> that should be the name of the show. They can only come out between 12 in the morning and 6 in the morning, so nobody sees them. Except the basketball players. <laughs> <laughs> We're raising basketball players. Um, Dribble that ball in the hallway. <laughs> I want the RD to hear it. <laughs> Are you getting a lot of noise on your hall? Oh my gosh, so much of it. And it smells a lot like cigarette smoke. I don't think that's from the people on my hall, but it definitely smells a lot that's like That's a weird nicotine. thing to get into. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Cigarettes. Like just in forest of all places. Yeah. I don't mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. No one's here to pull the fire alarm, so we're looking for other ways to set it <laughs> off. <laughs> How do you like living at Paradise? Um, It's okay. I hate commuting. Also, because mm-hmm. I don't have a license, so that kind of sucks. Yeah. But I also Long hate drive. being a burden, talking about being a two. I hate being a burden, so I hate asking for rides. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So that kind of goes to, with it. I'll talk on my perspective of Jess being a two. Um, okay. Yeah, actually, I think that's a good it. idea. She very much is a two and <laughs> loves helping, but I think the only unhealthy point it gets to is where... Obviously, she talks about she feels loved when she feels needed. So Mm -hmm. um, maybe she looks for that love a lot, but also she doesn't like when she has to be the one to ask for help. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's when she thinks she becomes a burden. Like, she doesn't want to be a burden on anyone, which Mm -hmm. would be... It's very hard to help someone that doesn't want help. Um, (laughs) Yeah, that's true. So that's, like, the only difficult part about it is, like, her actually having to open up herself to help. Mm-hmm. Um, or saying because I have a problem. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. she always wants to be the one helping. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think oftentimes she'll focus on helping everyone else so much that she forgets to help herself sometimes yeah. or be willing to ask for help. But that's as I see it. Other than that, I think you're pretty healthy for her, too. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah, healthy. <laughs> um, hard veggies. to say. 
hard to read people usually because I think it is like a, oh, I'm back and forth um, somewhere along the average and kind of go a little unhealthy mm-hmm. and then get a little healthy. Yeah. And then, you know, um, but I do relate to the, um, you feel like a burden when you have to ask for help because it's Is not that something fun. that four goes through too? I don't know. Maybe it's just that sometimes I spend a little bit of time about? like Are on you the unhealthy side. Too? So it's like. When he's unhealthy. Me, yeah. When I'm unhealthy. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. But also it is like a really back and forth thing. So, but yeah. when I do have to ask for help, it's like, ah, oh, I don't really want to ask for help. I want to be... I mean, it's kind of similar, though, because, like, you don't really want to talk about your problems, right? Because you don't think people will understand. Isn't that, like, what a four is like? Mm-hmm. Yeah, is, like, they don't think people wise. really, like, get what they're saying or something? Um, yeah, definitely there's a, like, yeah, I guess you understand what I'm talking about and you understand my problems if I'm communicating clearly, but mm-hmm. there's only so much you can understand. Like, like, or help with, kind of. Yeah. Yeah. But that's definitely something I think that has helped me to connect with uh, God better and to mm-hmm. commune with the Lord because it's like, okay, it's true that with my friends, as much as I love them, as much as they love me, like there is only so much they can empathize with me, mm-hmm. right? Um, and I, I care very little for sympathy. Sympathy is a, a cheap knockoff of empathy, which is what really matters, compassion and empathy. And, um, and so it's like, mm-hmm. well, if people don't really understand me and even my counselor who's great, doesn't really understand me. Who does? Who understands the depths of who I am? Blah, 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 mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. Oh, God. <laughs> God does. <laughs> and so it's something think, that draws me to him. Why do you think sympathy mm. is a knockoff of empathy? Yeah, I was going to ask that too. Oh, sympathy. Sympathy comes across often in platitudes. It's like, hmm, I care, but I don't really understand. So how much can you care if you don't understand? And there is like, like you can absolutely care um, without understanding in, in, a, in a positive way, but I think oftentimes sympathy is more of a pity thing. It's like I pity you for what you're going through, but I don't, I can't relate yeah. with your pain. Mm-hmm. I don't care. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Um, I could see how you see that, but I see it somewhat differently because empathy, obviously, they've been through it, so they understand better. But sympathy, like I could care about Jess so much that even though I haven't gone through everything she's gone through, I definitely can sympathize and see um, the pain she got mm-hmm. from anything that has happened. So, like, I think there definitely is a caring aspect to sympathy, but empathizing, um, obviously, if you've been through it, you're going to relate mm-hmm. a lot more to it. So you're going to automatically have that empathy and be like, mm-hmm. I understand both sympathy. There, I think there can be a, oh, Mm-hmm. sort of surface level of like so I care, care but mm-hmm. then there can be a real sympathy where it's like I really do care mm-hmm. sure I agree with and that I think perhaps it's just a matter of semantics then because when I think of what you would call real sympathy it's a um, it's still empathy whether you've been through it or not um, it's a hey I feel what they feel mm-hmm. um, maybe a little less because I haven't been what they've been through or a lot more because I have been what they've been through mm-hmm. does that make sense mm-hmm. I don't know yeah. choice in words I guess mm-hmm. that makes sense um, so how do you feel about this idea? I know you're very expressionistic. Um, so I was thinking for the show, we both get the sort of web tattoo of the Enneagram on our back. What did I just say about Enneagram tattoos? <laughs> no, 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 it's not on our wrist or forehead. Um, and we'll have what highlighted happens, um, uh, what number we are, and it's very expressionistic. What happens, though, when they outlaw shirts and then that is Yeah, the what's the, the difference beast? between getting it on your back and your wrist? Uh, I think it... Uh, don't quote me on this. <laughs> it's showing my uh, lack of revelations. But I believe it uh, stated that it would be on either your wrist or your forehead, right? 
the mark? Turns or is out that we just, probably don't I think know it was like, Or is that just way too Southern Baptist? <laughs> I think it was something about good, the, good like, um, the like temple or something like that, like your mm-hmm. forehead or something. I've seen a lot of movies that bleed into my understanding of Revelation. There's <laughs> <laughs> probably a problem. Okay, that's my new Bible study, I guess. Have you read Revelations? That's yeah, scary. Yeah, wait, in high school, my Bible teacher was insane, and all we would go through is Revelation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but he was, he was like, uh, okay, you guys, we're going to go through Revelation now, because, like, we wanted it, because, like, oh, it is interesting, but also, like, he was crazy. Mm-hmm. He told us, uh, I don't know what this had to do with anything, but he started talking about Hillary Clinton um, and how <laughs> he was going on about politics and yada, 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 and then he mentioned how she was a lesbian, and I said, what? <laughs> said, Isn't she married to a guy? Well, I mean, I guess she can be a closet lesbian, but he just said it so matter-of-fact. And then uh, he led us on to believe for three years that he worked for the CIA at one point in time, um, I don't think anyone works for the CIA is allowed to say that works for the CIA. Mm, yeah. uh, I think they can. You just can't say what you've done. Um, like, for instance, my uncle, it doesn't matter. I just, okay. What? Um, <laughs> like, yeah, we used to work at Area 52 or 51. 51. Is it 51? Yeah. yeah. Area 52 is in the Looney Tunes movie, and I always get it mixed up because... Is it? Mm-hmm. Right, anyway, yeah, so he worked there, um, and he just worked on, like, airplanes. Uh, he worked yeah. on the first stealth fighters, I think, before, like, when they were classified. Um, anyway. So is this you sort of trying to plant a seed in my brain that you don't believe in aliens? I have no opinion on the matter. <laughs> <laughs> do you think... It's a big universe. Do yeah, aliens see, um, have their own Enneagram? Probably. Probably. What's Dr. Wait. Bob's Enneagram? I don't know. We don't know if the aliens have Probably Enneagrams. <laughs> I think Dr. Bob cut. is a three, honestly. Dr. Bob? Yeah. Hmm. Three, wing two... Four? Well, you said just what? Every number. Three. Yeah. <laughs> five? Six? No, uh, <laughs> he's definitely not a four. You don't think he's a four? He shows up in a six. He might be a three. Or eight. He might be an eight wing nine or a nine wing eight. Really? Yeah, he's like, That's he's very. Confusing. He's a very good speaker. Yeah, he is. What a good speaker. And he's Maybe very, he's a one. He has a lot of, uh, mm-hmm. I think, authority when he speaks, too. Mm-hmm. Um, and he is very. He's also very no nonsense, I think. Not. I'm sure, like. He can play around and have a good time like anybody, but he's always been like friendly he's, to me. Oh yeah, he's very friendly. Mm-hmm. But like I think when it comes down to um, business or what he believes or anything like that, like I think he's very um, idealistic. Um, yeah. So anyway, he did not work for the CIA. Sorry, I just remembered this. Doctor Bob or your my high school Bible oh. teacher. He didn't work for the CIA. Well, he did, but he told us later. He said. Yeah, so this stands for uh, Christians in Action. We said, what? <laughs> and then he went on, he said, um, but I did work for the FBI for some time. But, like, he did, I think. I don't know, but I don't know what he did. Like, he was a janitor or something. <laughs> it's just another acronym for, like, yeah, another like group. Culinary yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Friendly Baptist Institution. Like, Christians in Actions, but we do have guns. <laughs> it is yeah. Georgia. So, conspiracy theories about Area 51. Did you see the, the turnout for that? Yeah. Wasn't it like a pretty small group, but like they yeah. just kind of like hung out at the people. gates? <laughs> like they hung I out at the gates? different then. What? I saw like a different photo of it, and there was like hundreds of people. She watched the I think uh, it was fake. She saw a presidential <laughs> It was probably a meme, honestly, yeah. now I'm thinking about it. It's like uh <laughs> Somebody got arrested 300. for it, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just a movie scene. She's like, wow, good turnout. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, my gosh. Somebody got arrested. Yeah. Mm. But when I, I think, like, the video I saw was, like, 
There's people at the gates just kicking it with the guards. Yeah, like they were, conversations. they said they were getting like too close or something, so they arrested him. Let's look up uh, famous Enneagram type twos. Ooh, Ooh wait, that's, that's a fun. good one. Mm-hmm. I'm disappointed by the famous fours. I'm trying to think. Mm-hmm. Definitely no like. Uh, oh, Barack Obama. No, oh, I'm kidding. I, like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about you, but I think that Barack Obama. First of all, he's probably nine. Uh, hmm. I don't know why I just assumed that based on nothing. Wait, look uh, it up. That sounds interesting. What is I actually really like him. I do too. I he think he'd like a be. Uh, um, yeah, this I hear Bill very Cosby. Is he in jail? Uh, he was one of those unhealthy twos. Yeah. Um, I feel like I need to be needed. Um, uh, I agree. I don't know if this is it. He fell down some stairs or something. What do you mean? Uh, I don't. I don't. I don't just know. Like I just remember like... vaguely hearing a while ago something about him falling downstairs. Oh. He's getting kind of old. Yeah. He's like in his sixties, isn't he? Seventies. I don't know. 80s. Oh my goodness. But about Barack Obama, I think he'd make an amazing Chick Fil A operator. Oh yeah, definitely. I could see that. I'm trying uh, to think. There's definitely no like dictators who were like twos. Really. I don't think so. What about Vlad? Vlad? Putin? Yeah. Your president. Actually, now I'm thinking about it. Well, he's not really a dictator. Mm-hmm. He might be a seven. He's always out there wrestling bears. Mm-hmm. Here, he's making those Maybe photos. A six wing seven. Have you seen those photos they had that they sent to all the Russian people of him, like, always doing stuff? Like, he's out, he's, <laughs> like, he's out there, like, fishing with his hands. Oh, this yeah, is, for sure. Oh, it's like, like he's, everyday you, life. you know, Vladimir Putin, like, he's always, like, doing something like that. Yeah. Isn't that so funny? Fun guy. Mm-hmm. So, nice. people that are twos. Are uh, you just saying that because he's your ruler? Mm-hmm. Your <laughs> ruler. <laughs> it says that Jesus Christ was a two. What? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I, think I guess it makes sense. Well, I guess that would make sense that this is like, hey, when about, we start well, to look more like twos, healthy twos, when, um, like, he was all the you know what I mean? Like, if it's the default yeah, for, so it seems to be for Christians. He's all the Enneagrams. Yeah, I agree. Like, yeah. <laughs> but like, That's a bold statement to make, Matthew. What? He's a two. I, I read it off the internet. <laughs> mm-hmm. I didn't say uh, this is my opinion. Uh, Paula Abdul. Who is that? Uh, I have like no that. idea, but it's a name I've heard before. Uh, Barbara oh, Bush, after. Jimmy Carter, uh, is Bill Bush, Cosby um, is apparently a the two. The wife of... What's his name? Maybe he was like a two, and then he got unhealthy, and then he just got all rapey. But like before, they were like, "Yeah, he's definitely a two when he was healthy." Hey, write down that time real quick. So I don't think we should put $10. that word in. Rape. Yeah, it's a real world thing. Trust me, they'll hear. Um, John Douglas. What time? Fairy Godmother from Shrek. Oh, really? Well, uh, I, like I don't her. know if it's from Shrek. It just says Fairy Godmother. I don't know who that is though. What's the timestamp? Danny Glover. Um. Oh, Shortly 30. before 38. I say 37. So why did you put that in parentheses? Nancy Reagan. Oh, I okay, now these are of... people that aren't very. Oh, famous. Mr. Rogers is a two. Mr. Rogers. M- Mother Teresa. All the good ones are slapped on at the end. Apparently. This is interesting. I sort of want to look into mine, but I think we should wait. <laughs> Mr. Rogers. Mother Teresa. Tiny Tim. Apparently. Hey, from, uh, Tiny Vlad. Yeah. John Travolta. Ivana Trump. John Travolta. He's a two. Barbara Walters. Yeah, I guess so. Wow. Do you know he's a pilot? John Travolta? Mm-hmm. Do you know who that is? Yeah, isn't he an actor? Yeah. Do you know what show? Uh, I know him from, like, Greece or whatever. Yeah, he played from, in like, Greece. a lot of stuff. What show did he play in? Yeah, what are you talking about? Isn't he from Full House? 
maybe. No. Isn't that the guy, the uncle from Full House? No, that's John Stamos. Never mind. In Full House. I was like, he's a two? He's a player. That's so funny. But it is funny. I watched, uh, I, I don't know if this plays out, but like with actors, I think for the, the most part, perhaps, that a lot of their personality type does show through their acting or like mm-hmm. perhaps their Enneagram. So like and I was watching um, The Sixth Sense the other day with Brett and he said, that kid's such a six. I said, I think you're right. And I've mm-hmm. seen like some of the other, it's uh, Haley Joel Osmond. Um, oh, and yeah. he played also in Secondhand mm-hmm. Lions. That's a good movie. And oh, I love it. Me too. Um, but like, like he definitely has like the same vibe. I'll, I'll show you a picture. It's he kind of looks like a younger Captain America, but then he grew up and got kind of chubby. It's the one that we so it's saw in Walmart that I showed you. It had like the lion on it and like that little kid, uh, like I two older guys, I think. Um, I was gonna say something I can't remember. What, what mm-hmm. did you just say? Uh, before that, about the enneagram popping up. Um, and I have an oh no, the roles. Yeah, Do you mean roles. like their actual personalities are like they match that with the roles? Yes, like it's easier I think to act in a sort of way that acts like you, right? Like, um, yeah. like I have a dear friend from Chick Fil A who I used to work with, Chandler Bowen, who is also a four, who mm-hmm. acts so out of it and so spacey and he's so expressive. Oh yeah, he's wild. <laughs> um, but because like. I don't know, it's just, but it's easy for him to act like that because he's already goofy and mm-hmm. expressive and unique. Does that make sense? Let's yeah. get him on here. Um, wait, we should. Wait, wait, that'd be... Yeah, that'd be smart. I just saw, though, um, this video about... Oh, what's that guy's name from Harry Potter? The Daniel blonde Rantos? guy, Draco? Uh, Draco Malfoy. Yeah, and I saw Malfoy. a video, and apparently he's, like, pretty much a two because he was really sweet in it and was, like, hugging all his fans, and it was really nice. Oh, like, Where the real-life actor, not the... Yeah, like, his the role real life, <laughs> No, like, the real-life Draco guy. Malfoy, yeah. So, like, I think, yeah, definitely, like, can happen according to, like, how they are mm-hmm. and to, like, what role they play, but, right. like, sometimes I feel like they just, like, see that they have potential. Instead like, he was a two, or you just sure. assumed he was I just assumed he was a two because he seemed Everyone really that's sweet. Everyone sweet is just a he's two He's, like, I'm actually a really nice guy. That's what he said in the video. Am I a two to you? Um, probably not. What? I can see you more as a nine, though. I'm not sweet. What do you mean, what? You're not a two. Yeah, you're not a no, two. No, I mean, like, because she said, like, I said to her, though. Am I sweet to you? Oh, no, you are sweet to me, but I'm oh, saying you're okay. definitely a nine, I'm though. a two. Oh, I thought you were saying, am I a two, two to, to you? Like, do you think I'm a two? Yeah, that's what I thought <laughs> you were saying, too. <laughs> well, then that was sweet, guys. <laughs> hey, uh, email us at uh, Zachary Lofton. Um, good luck spelling that. At tse.edu. Um, tell us what you think Dr. Bob's Enneagram type is. Um We'd love to know your guesses. Yeah. Also, yeah, if you want to be interviewed on the show, uh, um, yeah. we already have people in mind, but also, I don't know, it might be more email fun us. to pick somebody random. So, yeah. um, I don't know, just shoot us an email anyhow. Let's get one of those baseball players we don't know on the show. Wait, let's just get the whole team yeah. in yeah. here. I hope they're all one Enneagram type. Fingers crossed. <laughs> <laughs> they're all uh, threes. <laughs> they're, or they're all eights. I don't know. Somewhere. Yeah, they're all just eights. They're either all threes or eights for sure. I don't know. Why is it, like, not... He seems like a five. Yeah, he doesn't seem very, like, eight-ish. Mm-hmm. I don't know many of the baseball players, though. I'm trying to think about Opie. Jordan Mills. Opie's really nice. He's probably a two. <laughs> think Jordan Mills is a five, too? Uh, possibly. I think he'd love to be in here. Mm. <laughs> I think so, too. The bathtub. Um, gosh. Well. Um, we've been in here for four hours now. 
Mm-hmm. It, oh, my it's it in the tub. It's starting to get a little swampy in this tub. It's <laughs> <laughs> the grossest thing I've ever heard. Should we take communion really fast? And then um, end it? I wish. Don't worry, our intro sounds like we are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 uh, Alright, I think that should wrap it up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank um, you for joining us this week on thanks for having um, me. Enneagram Type 2 Jessica. Our pleasure. <laughs> as they say in heaven and Chick-fil-A. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think that should conclude the show. You should start hearing music start rolling up right now. So thanks for joining us. If anyone made it this far, email us if you want to be on the show. We're proud of you. And uh, <laughs> good day and good night.